0: <laughs> Welcome to No Fucking ZD, the T One Thousand podcast. This week, <laughs> uh, up, what's up? That is uh, for our friend Davis Catino there, aka who's actually this. He's actually T One Thousand in this episode. I think. Yeah, this but.
1: is actually this is a is this a like a an, an epilogue to, yeah. to, to to Terminator? Like this is a. This is like how
0: George R.R. R. Martin does it.
1: That's right. the way that James Cameron, like, visualized The Sopranos, was that it was, like, sort of happening at the same time as, like, the later Terminator
0: movies. Right, yeah. Right? Yeah. I think it, uh, that's that's the fan theory, um, and we're here to talk about that today. There's a lot of evidence <laughs> that suggests that this is, in fact, T-1000. Yeah. Mostly when he turns into a little puddle of silver uh, liquid metal.
1: <laughs> yeah, and he takes Richie Aprile out through the eye with yeah. his hand sword.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's just a weird scene, but, uh, you know, The Sopranos is brilliant, and, uh, you know, it changed television, and that's why. is because sometimes... <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes villains from other films are in it. That's uh, very true. Yes. Uh, anyway, welcome to the last episode of No Fucking ZD, uh, episode 19 today. I'm Brendan. You're Evan. You the, guys are the audience. Correct. This is a, a podcast platform, and uh, we'll start now.
1: We're ready to hear from you. Go.
0: Me or the audience? The audience. Okay, thank you. Um, So our poll went really, really well. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't get voted off the island. I'm really happy about that. Did you vote for Quit the Podcast?
1: I did, personally. I I
0: also voted for Quit the Podcast. That means
1: two (laughs) of the, what, 11 votes for Quit the Podcast were us.
0: Yeah. Um, But I guess we can't. Yeah, sorry, guys. Like, we tried. We really tried to cancel ourselves last week, but it looks like we can't do that. uh, Yeah. Because the people have spoken, and they want us to uh, continue. We
1: gave you, like, a Wonka golden ticket to get out of this thing. Yeah. You know?
0: You're in it now. You you, You took an oath, uh, Brendan. I I know. I guess I can't to yeah. do this
1: to the end yeah we actually took an omerta to finish this thing all the way through till the end so yep. if this is the last po- <laughs> if this is right now it's gonna make another suicide joke but <laughs> okay, we'll avoid this <laughs> we're, we're trying yeah
0: like, kind of yeah my fingers are uh, still bleeding and uh we've burned the cards in our hand and, yeah. and this is it we're finishing uh we're, we actually
1: burnt terminator 2 playing cards exactly exactly
0: <laughs> uh but uh let's uh welcome to the show we're gonna talk a little bit about the happy wanderer today um oh boy yeah it
1: must be my birthday
0: yeah it's it's a dense episode actually for an episode that I kind of I mean I always remember it I remember the happy wanderer thing that he talks to uh Melfi about all the time and of course Davy Sixtino but yeah for um, sure but yeah I, I haven't seen this episode in like years I don't think somehow <laughs>
1: Well, I really like it because it's one of those episodes that's so chock full of madness that like, I kind of, you know, if I'm going back and I'm just picking a Sopranos episode to watch out of order, I will rarely choose this one because, uh, like I feel, I, I just kind of feel like, Oh, I know what happens in that one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's like watching college just for fun. Like no one watches college for fun. Yeah. Cause yeah. like it's kind of, but, but in the happy wanderer, there's so much good shit. There's so much yep. great information. Um, yeah. This is actually two episodes in a row where we get sort of an unglamorous, like, good hard look at what's going on on the street in the mafia. Mm. Yeah. Or yeah. In, t- in Tony's crew, actually, at least.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, and this one's especially good because everyone's involved. Like, it's always more exciting when everybody's there. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's this, like, is,
1: this is Sopranos
0: firing on all cylinders. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like that. I like the buildup to the executive game and uh, it's just like feels exciting like there's a big event happening and like, you know There's I just I, I love watching like Christopher prepare with uh you know Matt Bevilacqua and 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 Sean and uh, good to see them again Yeah, yeah I think we called Sean Henry earlier in the season, so we're gonna stick with that yeah. <laughs> um but, uh, Henry Gismonte. Henry Henry Gismonte. Um, But uh, just a little bit of setup here. So, yeah, there's a, a big poker game happening that Tony, now he's the boss. He gets to run the game, I think, for the first time in his career, which means he's making a lot of money off it.
1: He basically, like, like twisted Junior's arm.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, what's Junior going to do? Uh, he's still giving a little bit to Junior, I guess, right? They settled this, on 15%. Yeah, but, this is true. Um, we have that going on. An old friend of Tony played by T-1000, his real legal name. Um, Robert Paulson. Has a <laughs> has a little bit of a gambling problem and wants to get in on the game. Yeah, he's kind of too slick from the moment we meet him. Yeah,
1: yeah. And, like, you know that there's something funny about it because, like, I think the other reason why he kind of rubs Tony the wrong way and or, or at least makes it into Tony's crosshairs is that he keeps, like, combining their kid's life yep.
0: with like the with like gambling and all that shit and Tony yep. likes to keep it very separate yeah and also the just like the sentimental shit's not gonna work on Tony you know what I mean no
1: never but it but I think that it makes Tony like more upset you know like yeah Tony wants to t- Tony's there to talk about colleges he feels do, I mean do you think he feels good about being there yeah I think so he feels yeah. like he's involved with his
0: daughter's life and all that shit yeah I mean I'm sure he's bored <laughs> he's definitely bored oh but, yeah totally but yeah Um, Being at school at night was always weird. I know. Yeah. Um, never fun i'm not looking forward to like pta meetings when i'm in school again and my parents have to come (laughs) and talk to my teachers again um yeah he's definitely like there's something up with him immediately uh he's a little too he's a happy wanderer which tony certainly doesn't like i mean uh that that kind of pisses him off he kind of comes in a little too happy-go-lucky and you just kind of know that there's going to probably be some kind of darker side to this i think kind of from the beginning you know what i mean i think i think you're completely
1: right yeah i really think that's the truth um But we start out talking about colleges.
0: Yeah. Once again, um, speaking of the episode, college.
1: Remember worrying about college? I mean, we've had this conversation, but did you ever go to one of these sorts of things at night?
0: Uh, yeah, I must have. When like there was just, but mine was different though. Mine was like in a gymnasium, and I want to say there was just like tables set up, and you would kind of go around. And oh yeah, like a college fair. Yeah. I don't know if I went to this necessarily that they're at now. Yeah, that was was kind similar. That was kind of weird, and it was like I,
1: I don't know. I just like don't want to go to. A friggin classroom to have some guy tell me to get good grades. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's what you're hearing all the time is get good grades. And I'm <laughs> just like,
0: no, I don't want to. Yeah, you know? I don't I don't want good grades. I also, I think that it's like kind of late in Meadows school career to be applying at this. Like, what don't you know by senior year at this point? She's like at the end of her senior year. And for some. Somehow. I,
1: I, well, I guess they're like on the cusp of. Well, let's let's think about it. So have, there, have any holidays happened yet this season? Uh, no, no, just Furio's uh, Chris- welcoming party. <laughs> Christmas is yeah, yeah. That's a that's a national holiday for us. Yeah, uh, Christmas is coming. We know that because there's a, a spectacular Christmas episode
0: this season. Yeah, with with Furio, correct? Oh, possibly is that this season? Oh, it might oh, no, be no, next, no, that's next season. season. That's, that's next, next season. season. Yes, where they rough up that cab yeah, driver. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's next season. Ah. Yeah. Ugh. So I don't know if there's any holidays in this one. There's just the graduation. I don't, we'll have to. I'm sure we'll be corrected by one of yeah. our many polite fans. Listen, guys, again, we don't watch the show. We just take <laughs> highly educated guesses every week as to what yeah. the show is actually about. And yeah, somehow like, we're right. We've, A we've lot like of won time. the lottery every time. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, so, yeah, so that I, I don't know where we are, but but some people are hearing back early, but I, I would imagine they're sort of in like the fall-ish. Yeah, I guess
0: it's fall, yeah. Type time. Yeah, yeah. Um, Either way, Meadow uh, Meadow really wants to get into uh, specific colleges. She has like a, you know ideal colleges set in mind. Yeah. Uh, like her dad, she kind of really wants what she wants. Um, and uh, yeah, and true. you know, um, we also use this to meet Davy Scatino's son, Eric Scatino, who will come into play later in the episode. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, and I guess we should just we'll just get into the Davy stuff. I mean, um. Well he, he's he's yeah, like I said, he's a he's a happy wanderer, uh, certainly a sad sack, and certainly like kind of uh Boy oh boy, kind of pathetic in a lot of ways. But um he really wants to get in and gamble and you know, he should know. Like I think the Artie's there to kind of show that like Artie sort of sees what's happening and sees that like Davy's trying to get into this thing with Tony and trying to do business with Tony. And I think immediately oh, picks up sure. on the fact Is like, okay, this is a bad idea. Don't do this.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, well, it, Artie and Tony seem to kind of have a thing like at the, at the college thing. Right. Cause like, yeah. cause like, I mean the thing that sets up, you know, Davey and Tony is that like he and, and Artie, so Tony and Artie and Davey like all went to high school together. Right. Yeah. And so like, you know, they're walking down memory lane. They're talking about how Tony basically talks about how like, arty and Davey used to be so cool yeah they're now, like
0: star players star football players it sounds like yeah yeah exactly which, <laughs> which is, is like, hilarious it's funny to think about arty that way with his mustache yeah because <laughs> <laughs> we assume that he looked exactly the same in, in high school yeah with the earring too yeah same face but just a slightly younger body really yeah, tinier body yeah. maybe a little skinnier yeah,
1: yeah yeah um and and i mean davy i mean he runs a sporting goods store right so i mean that sort of makes sense
0: yeah uh, he's successful, but he's small-time successful. He's not Tony Soprano successful, although he, like, really wants to be. Yeah, and, and he's, he's got
1: a big fucking problem on his hands, He man. has a
0: big problem. And, you know, again, this is, like, every week I seem to be saying, we seem to be saying this, the, it's just the more of the regularness of life stuff that these people are just fighting against. Like, Yeah. You know, Tony says early on that he's got the world by the balls but still feels like a loser. Uh, and Davis Scatino like, runs a successful business, like, probably, you know, Doesn't need to be gambling and if he was smart, he would just be fine for the rest of his life And you know, he'd be on top of the world Um, But that regularness of life just seems to creep in and just really uh, start to freak people out Yeah, Tony's
1: a lot like a drug dealer in that way Like people see him and they're like, oh shit, like I could there's some action You know what I mean? Like and I feel like I mean, I don't know anything about gambling addiction and stuff like that Uh, Yeah, I mean either It's ironic that we're talking about it this week because the Powerball Yeah, just like (laughs) 1.2 billion dollars or
0: something. Yeah, what I actually did buy a ticket yesterday I did too. <laughs> um did and, you win? Uh, I'm not going to say because <laughs> I, I don't yet. want suddenly, you know, all of a sudden then our Twitter followers are asking for money and then, you know, it's just going to be too weird. Hey, you got um, a dollar. But I did just buy five yachts. So oh, good, take okay. that as you will. Cool. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, his uh, his gambling addiction just like completely overpowers him. And then, yeah, I'm, I'm sure just like seeing Tony, just kind of like all these things start lighting off in your head, I'm sure, you know, it's like, oh, yeah. that guy can like can bring me in, you know? Dude, completely. And I think that... Um
1: yeah. And I think that like Davy Scatino really needs that. And he's he's already like trying to talk shop with Tony. But clearly he doesn't get how deep it goes. Yeah, no. You know what I mean? And he doesn't get that it's Tony's job to make money off of that. Right. For Davy it's like a fun thing. And I guess for Tony it is too, that action.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like
1: yeah. but like for for Davy, he's like he's like segueing really awkwardly into like taking action on the football game while they're at the urinals and stuff like that. Yeah. And it just seems like Tony is like that that's like a sort of a separate part of Tony's life. But for him, it's like for Davey, it's like very casual Mm -hmm. and it's like, yeah. So he's like a dad about it. You Mm -hmm, know what I mean? mm -hmm. He's just like trying to like talk, talk about cool shit while they're at like the, Boring school thing, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, because he thinks like, oh, like we're friendly, we're friends, but you know, yeah, it, it's Tony's business. It's his bread and butter. It's like what you know. He yells at Meta later in the episode about all the clue, the clues, all the clues that he bought, uh, all the clothes and food <laughs> yeah. and, and everything that he bought. Yeah, because that's like literally his business. And so yeah, Davey tries to use all this like sentimental shit, like oh, our kids are in school together. We went to school together. Like you know, I'm cool, right? But like,
1: yeah, he's trying to. I think he is trying to be cool, kind uh, of. Yeah. But he doesn't know how deep and hardcore. Yeah, actually is. And I
0: think he he probably just assumes like, oh, if I'm late, like Tony's my friend, like he's not going to come to my office and beat me up like he does. Yeah. Well, speaking of which.
1: Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Continue. No, no,
0: no. That's it. That's it.
1: Well, speaking of which, like, you know, we 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 see Artie again. Mm-hmm. You know who is see who winds up seeing the aftermath of like a deal with Tony Soprano sort of gone wrong, mm-hmm. which is Davey sort of scared to death. He's totally frightened. Yeah, um, and he's like just now understanding. It. It's like the the beginning of a really really hard serious fall yeah. for, for Davy Scatino. Yeah. Artie's um, seen this before and knows and well yeah. Artie has avoided it. Exactly. That's what I'm saying is that like Artie avoided uh Tony Soprano money yep. like, for all those years. Yeah.
0: Thankfully for partly because of Charmaine. Yeah, but, exactly. But yeah. And he
1: like really fought against it. And, and and like we were talking about last last week, you know, she didn't want them in the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Artie's like, that yeah, he's kind of cool. You know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. That, that whole vibe. <laughs> but like now, you know, as soon as Davy Scatino mentions that he's having trouble you know, Artie is like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, like that's
0: really serious. Yeah, I mean, at first, when yeah, because ultimately, if, if, I'm sure everyone's watched the episode, but ultimately, uh, Davey loses quite a bit of money when he does play poker with the mob guys. It comes to Artie, and Artie at first doesn't realize that's what it's about, and just kind of comes up with like a silly excuse as to why he can't give him the money. But you see, as soon as he mentions, as soon as Davy mentions that it's for Tony, Artie's face just kind of drops, and he's like, "Oh shit! Like you're fucked." Well,
1: t- well, you know? Artie thinks that it's a business thing.
0: At first, yeah. yeah or he, exactly. thinks, he thinks he got someone pregnant at the store or something he like that. He got the Taibo instructor pregnant. I <laughs> oh, love that's what that. it is?
1: Yeah, yeah. like, awesome. he didn't knock
0: up that Taibo instructor, did he? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what he said. I was Just like, what? Really,
1: really. He's like trying to keep it light, kind of. But like, yeah, like, oh, shit. Yeah. It's kind of a lot worse than knocking up the Taibo instructor. Way
0: worse, yeah. And like, uh, there's that shot at the beginning, too, when they are at the school, like, it's a super awkward shot that the Sopranos like they, they're really good at having weird awkward shots in their episodes sometimes but like when Artie's putting out all the pastries and then Davy and Tony are talking it cuts to Artie's face and he just like looks kind of like weirdly freaked out and it's like why does he look like that but now that I'm thinking about it I feel like he just knew immediately like where this was going well what you know? are
1: what are, Artie, what, what are uh, Davey and Tony talking about at that point do you remember I
0: don't think they're talking about anything uh, you know like business gambling related quite yet but I think Artie just kind of like sees oh you what's think going Artie knows on. about Davey Yeah, and I, 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 didn't write it down. I forgot the exact dialogue, but like Tony just makes the comments about like uh, you know how they used to be so cool in high school and these like stars in high school and now like they're not. And uh, it's uh, I, it's like clear right. like oh like Tony's the one in charge here. He's like the power he's the powerful one out of all of us. He's still cool. He's still cool. Kind. Or, yeah. Or I mean. Yeah. He yeah. is. I guess you know, and and also just kind of like. He sees like, oh, here's the alluring part of Tony. Here's Davy. I, I think on some level, Artie's like putting it together. That, oh, completely. Yeah, you know, completely. Um, yeah, and and ultimately, plot wise, you know, Davy plays poker with Richie. He's he's playing poker most of the most of the episode or gambling on something, right? And every time, just losing more and more. But every time, talking about how he's gonna have a lucky break. There's a lot of talk about luck in this episode. My luck's gonna change. Yeah, which I like haven't really totally put together exactly what they're getting at um except for the fact that none of it had to do with luck you know like no it's about
1: but I think that it's about how people don't well I mean we talk a lot about people trying to change in here Um, you know, in this room, this is actually we're, we're recording live at a support group
0: that Brendan and I are at yeah. trying to get our shit together. <laughs> yeah, we've, uh, we'll let everyone else talk in a minute. Yeah, but.
1: <laughs> this is our share. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think that it's often about, you know, we, we mention a lot in here, like the tendency to try and change yeah. and the way that people want to. You know the 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 way that people sort of fight against themselves yep. to do something differently. You know, like Tony. Tony can't really rest without having action. And you know, last week's episode we really talked about how Tony's very volatile when he doesn't have that part of him satisfied. Yes. And this week, actually, Melfi mentions that his parents left him incapable of experiencing joy. Yeah. And so I think that he's replaced that with just like fucking action. You know what yeah, I yeah, mean? Yeah. Yeah. But like I I do think that uh, Davey Scatino talking about luck is like one of those sort of, I think it's, it's partially like a cop out, but it's also partially just like him not realizing that like th- these, th- this is his problem and that mm-hmm. he's, he's done this and, um, and, uh, and it's his fault and he, yeah. and he has the power. That's the other thing. He's got the power, but he can't resist right now.
0: Yeah. That's a really, really? good point. Yeah. Um, and yeah. T- and
1: Tony can't resist all of this and- sh- bad shit that gets him into trouble.
0: Yeah, no, not at all. And he also, uh, sort of, you know, the title of the episode, The Happy Wanderer, comes from that therapy session where he brings it up, where he hates seeing the guy walking down the street, like, whistling and, uh, you know, just not a care in the world kind of thing. Yeah, with a clear head, he yeah, says, yeah. yeah. And Melfi, you know, once he finds out from Junior that he had this mentally handicapped uncle, Melfi asks him, like, oh, does this, like, justify, do you feel like you're a part of the unlucky now? Or she mentions something like that, I forget the exact line, yeah. yeah, yeah. but um, that you're one of the unlucky. And so... I don't know. I I think I think you're totally right. And then there's also maybe just like while people might seem lucky on the surface, like David Scatino seems like the happy wanderer on the surface. Like there's just like a lot more darkness under there exactly. Or right. I don't know. There's, there's a lot going on. Actually, I was surprised at how dense this episode was with with some of that stuff. Like even, uh, yeah, just uh, just like kind of. I don't know. I feel like you need to watch this one five more times to really yeah, actually com- get it
1: completely. I I think that I mean there's a lot going on where I think Tony. <sighs> I think that he sees the path he could have taken mm. in Davey. Mm, yeah, maybe. And he's always, I mean, and let's leave Artie aside for now because like he doesn't do this to Artie or I guess
0: he try. I mean, he doesn't try to squeeze Artie really well he yeah he's always trying to like do some business from the beginning like yeah I, I, you know but like yeah, but, but yeah not the same but
1: it was like to make reparations for blowing up his restaurant on some level because he felt guilty yeah, about that's true. it. that's true and yeah. then and then you know later in the in the series he he demands that Artie take money from him because he feels like an asshole right about Gloria Trillo killing herself right Spoiling. right right like sorry <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, uh, <Whoops.
1: laughs> um, And, uh, basically, so, uh, I mean, so I think Artie is a bit of a different type of person for Tony where uh, Artie is like someone that Tony uses to feel good about himself and to like balance his existence out in some way because he's his friend who like knows what, what the deal is with him, but is kind of like peripheral to it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But Davey Scatino is like now in the crosshairs and I feel like Tony is trying to, uh, or somehow finds himself ready to really take down the kind of Joe jerk off as he puts it, that he could have been if he wasn't a mafioso. That's a good point too. Actually. Cause he could have been really successful. Like Davy Scatino's house looks pretty kick ass. Yeah. And yeah. he has like a fucking pool table and an Acura. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, so it, it, it's he's not doing bad and but he's doing well like in an honest way probably doesn't even necessarily work as hard as Tony does to like chase down all the fucking money
0: yeah I know yeah and then
1: when you when you combine that with like like dealing with law enforcement you know like mm-hmm. it's it's like it's a lot of work but the cool factor just isn't there yeah you know because yeah, like yeah. you know Davey's talking about how he's trying to uh you know he spends a half an hour with the guy who doesn't no, if he wants a $19
0: soccer ball or $21 yeah. <laughs> soccer ball or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And, and like you hear that and you're just like, cool.
0: Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Fun day. Yeah, right. Well, that's the thing. It's just, it's too regular, I guess, probably. Yeah, you know, exactly. it's just too regular. Not, not, there's not enough uh, excitements. You know, he wants to get on some kind of ride just for a minute and just like experience something, basically, right. you know, I guess. Right. I mean, I uh, don't want to,
1: I don't want to jump the gun here, but I have a question because next, next week we're going to talk about how, um, You know, Davey sort of addresses the fact that that Tony knew that this was always going to happen when they start to bust him out, you know, is bust
0: out next. No, it's a couple a couple episodes. Oh, man,
1: we're going to really savor this T-1000 shit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Get Uh, (laughs) ready, guys.
1: Expect Terminator music basically like for the next month (laughs) and a half. (laughs) If you aren't already sick of
0: us, you will be sick of us. Believe me.
1: Um. Maybe we'll we'll find some different like like a salsa
0: version of the Terminator soundtrack like that, or something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, We need a uh, what was it Dino Martino version or yeah Dino Latino <laughs> Dino Latino. Yeah. Uh,
1: but like you know I'm I'm I I was watching this episode having seen the series like a thousand and a half times. Yeah. Wondering when is it that Tony marks Davy?
0: Yeah, that's a good question. And I I feel like it's he's already done it. Basically, you know what I mean. Like, is everybody a mark though? Well, maybe you know like. I think that Tony sees these, likes to stir the pot, and kind of sees what he can do. You know, like it's actually funny the the scene with Syl where he flips out about the cheese at his feet. You know, yeah, like, we'll
1: get there. I mean, I, I really want to do an in depth okay, analysis. So we
0: get to, but but that re- that reminded me of what Tony's doing with Davy Scutino here. He sees that Syl at a point where he's like about to like blow up. He knows if he sends, he knows sending Matt Bevilaqua to go sweep at his feet is gonna get Matt yelled at and Syl is gonna flip the fuck out. But he does right. it anyway, and he sits there laughing about it. That's all. Yeah. Wait, we'll wait for the in depth analysis. But that's yeah. a, that's like, I think that's what he's doing with Davy Scutino. He sees what's. He's like, I know the situation. I know what what to do. I know what's gonna come of this. And, like, you know, I don't know. You could easily argue that, like, yeah, I think that it happens, like, pretty early on. And even just him kind of being like, ah, you can't do this game. This game's not for you. No, right. no, 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 no. Don't, right, you right, can't, right. you know, even that is kind of, like, more, like, enticing. Like, makes him want to do it more, you know? Yeah,
1: because sort of, it sort of seems like at the beginning when, they, when they're talking about it in that empty, like, locker hallway. Yeah. It seems like... You know, one could interpret it that he is actually trying to discourage it, Mm -hmm. but if he was trying to, like, kind of cull his interest... In this game this yeah. was like definitely the way to do it be yeah like yeah I, I don't think it's the game for you man you know yeah because like I think that he knows the type of dude that Davey is right and he's like oh no no man this is the, he's making it sound awesome is what he's doing yeah you exactly. know what I mean yeah yeah without even mentioning Frank Sinatra
0: Jr. and, and Dr. <laughs> Freed you know right 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 yeah you have to imagine like if it was if it was already talking about the game I feel like Tony I feel like Tony probably would have not let Artie get into that game. Well, but ev- with Davey, he yeah. does. You know? Well,
1: eventually, Ralph... I mean, well, we know what happens when Artie has a debt with Tony that he can't repay. Right. It's a much different outcome from what yes, happens yeah. with uh, with Davey. But also, you know, remember Ralph refuses Artie yeah. at one point because right.
0: he, he can't hurt him. Exactly. Yeah. Artie's kinda of protected, I guess. Artie's is- super
1: protected and it's I think it's because it speaks Artie speaks to another side of Tony. Right. Uh, another psychological side of him that, that's uh involved with food. Yeah, that's <laughs> and, true. And and, and Davy's like soccer ball empire doesn't interest Tony one iota. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. He doesn't yeah. care about sporting. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Pasta. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's true, actually. That's a really good point. Um, um, yeah, he'll eventually try and eat for free and everything through Artie, which that's that's a very good point. I guess Artie, in a lot of ways, has like the best life out of anyone on the show. Now that I'm thinking about it, he like has the hottest wife, argu- arguably. He's do- sure. doing what he wants to do in life the most. Like he loves cooking, and like he has Tony's protection, like just in case. You know what I mean? Like yeah, he's that's kind of true. like it's. He uh, also not wants bad. to be
1: cooler, which everybody
0: does. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. And you know what? He's cool to me. Artie is very cool to me. <laughs> oh, all you're, right? you're rad.
1: Actually, we should have him on the. The show. I, I know. would love, I mean, it, please, what's his name? Uh, <laughs>
0: Artie. John Bentham. Yeah, we'll yeah. just call him Artie. No, Artie. <laughs> John. Hey, Mr. Artie. Um,. Well, uh, all right. We'll uh, we'll wrap up for this first half and come back. We still got a lot to talk about, I guess. But we still uh, got,
1: but like so, Davy Scatino, he saw it a mile away. Yeah, we yeah. know that.
0: We'll talk a little bit more about that because we have the car to talk about in Meadow, and then Eric Scatino and his uh, his tucked in, his, I was about his, to his say button that. downs We're, tucked into his who the fuck jeans. Fuck, does that? At, I at mean, like seventeen years old. When did this come out? This uh, two thousand. Early early 2000. was Snoop Dogg doing that in 2000? I can't remember tucking the jeans. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't know, but it certainly uh, it certainly looks weird. Um, but yeah, we still have so much to talk about. Actually, we have a lot of Melfi to discuss, and um, and and definitely yeah.
1: definitely some pussy. No pussy. Actually, There's no nope, pussy that's in this actually episode.
0: Right. He's, he's one of the only ones. I've not. just been
1: like every episode like leading into the break. I've just been like, and we'll also talk about pussy. Remember?
0: <laughs> um, so uh, yeah. A lot more to talk about. Melfi, Therapy, Happy Wanderer, a little bit of Junior, and uh, a little bit of Olivia. Olivia is back for the first time in a couple weeks. We haven't seen her, and uh, she has not much to say, but she has a big impact. We'll be right back. We're back. Welcome back, NFZ S two E o six Act two. Act two. Um, so let's uh, we we chatted a lot in the first half. Let's get let's get real into the nitty gritty here. We are no and, longer talking. Yeah, this is it. <laughs> um, let's uh, let's like really go through kind of the mechanics of the episode and what leads to what, and the, let's build up to the executive game and all. So that
1: there's these of- yeah. So we find out that the executive game exists, right? Which we did not know before, right? I mean, which is fine. Mm, yeah. I was thinking about in this episode how um, how ballsy it is that they just introduce stuff out of thin air yep. that, like, apparently has been around for a while, like Davey Scottino right. and the executive game. Yeah. And stuff and like Meadow, that. Like <laughs> and, and Meadow, yeah. Who we've never met before. <laughs> um, I like, It's nice seeing Meadow at a nice, healthy weight. And I don't mean
0: that in a disparaging <laughs> way.
1: No, I'm not kidding, okay?
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. I hear you. I hear you. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, healthy and happy, just like the whole Soprano crew, <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> which is why we meet Junior in a uh, in a doctor's office this time and uh, and learn a little bit about the past. I love that first shot of Junior's feet just dangling over the, uh, the, <laughs> like the some, table. Like some kid. <laughs> yeah, like at first I was like, oh shit, did, did some character hang themselves? Or then I was like, oh wait, it's just like a child at the doctor. And then of course it's uh, Junior Soprano.
1: He looks like a fucking Norman Rockwell painting yeah. sitting on
0: that thing. And he's got some great little uh, lines in that that scene as well. The Virginia Ham thing, which Tony will fuck up in a later episode. Oh. And uh, I like he says he says you cute fuck. <laughs> like we've had you weirdo fuck on the show. Yeah. But then he calls Tony you cute fuck, which oh, I love and then we've got cheese fuck with with Silvio. Yeah, that's it. Cheese fuck. <laughs> we got all kinds of fucks on this one. <laughs> um but, yeah, I mean, this I scene... I the show's really coming into its own with the fucks. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Completely. <laughs> so is Junior. So is Junior. Um,
1: well, yeah, Junior is the way that he is going to be for a good long time.
0: Yeah, Junior came into his own a long time ago. Um, he might not have... He might have just came out on his own, like, came out of the womb into his own, I think is what Junior did there. I think that you're right. Yeah. I assume he was born a roughly 75-year-old man. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He's definitely looked that way, like forever for a long time yeah um but so that's where we learn about the card game and we learned that tony's in charge of it uh for the first time in his career he's the boss and he finally gets to take it over
1: yeah and they're kind of walking down memory lane a little bit this is a big moment for tony because yeah. it means a lot about like where he was
0: with his dad um because you know his dad and junior used to run it was it right. both of
1: them that ran it together
0: um well tony's dad must have yeah I, I guess so yeah, yeah. it must have been the two of them and then yeah their crew yeah so that was um, cool yeah, and uh, and then we learn about our Hercules, uh, e- Echo. Yeah, Hercules, <laughs> Hercules, <laughs> Hercules Soprano, handsome like yeah. George Raft, <laughs> and strong like a bull, strong like a bull. Um, and this, so Tony had mentioned to Melfi in his first scene with Melfi that uh, you know, about the whole Happy Wanderer thing, and and why is he even here? He's not like one of the douchebags. He's he's walking out of Melfi's office, and now he <laughs> kind of so has mean like about a, that, I know, man. yeah, he's probably the douchiest person walking out of Melfi's office, actually, other than Terry Winter. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Come on the show, Terry. Um, And uh, so he learns about, uh, you know, this uh, this kind of tragic figure in his past that he had never knew about. He never knew about. And right. Right. Completely. Yeah. I think it does like two things. For one, it makes him feel like, oh, I have like a reason to be in therapy. Like this runs in my family. You know, I guess. Yeah, I think that's part of it. And then also, uh, you know, again and again and again, this whole, like, regularness of life and wanting a thrill and and wanting, like, something to be wrong for some bizarre reason. Yeah. He wants... I guess it's because of, of Livia, really, as Melfi says. But for some bizarre reason, he just needs something to be wrong in his life and kind of likes attaching himself to a tragedy. I, th- I think that that's
1: really true. And I think that the Sopranos always need someone yeah. to demonize. <laughs> true. You know yeah. what I mean? And, like, it's actually kind of interesting the way that... Uh, Corrado comes off when he's talking about his parents trying to find a home for this guy Mm. Um, it's actually like probably the only like Soprano family memory anyone mentions
0: throughout the entire series Mm -hmm. that's like remotely endearing yeah, because he says, like, Tony's grandmother was a saint for China. Well, she was, like, trying earn... to
1: find a real place for him to be, like, a home that would take him and stuff like that. Yeah. He sounds really sympathetic about it because, like, he's like, if it were today, you know, they would have found him a job, like, trained him to do something. Yeah. You know he doesn't what ha- I, mean? I like
0: that he doesn't, ha- he doesn't even have an example. He's just like, he would have <laughs> trained him to do something. You know? Yeah, like, tar- like, take movie tickets or something, yeah. you know, like,
1: but, like... I mean, but I, I i mean, in all seriousness, the way that he talks about his parents, you know, trying to find a home for yeah. him, it's actually like that's a, that's like a nice thing that someone did in their family. And you don't really hear about that all that often with this bunch.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Or at least you don't hear about it until like someone's gone. You know, like Livia calling a. Uh Calling Johnny a saint all yeah, the time, but and even
1: then, it's like you know, it's like it's like Johnny falling on his ass at the shore that one year, right? You know that's what true. I mean? And that's like their their happy family memory or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. There's so much animosity with them, right? Uh, maybe it's just that these people have been dead long enough that people forgot all the bad shit they did. But like, yeah. I don't get the impression that. Tony's grandparents were in the mafia or anything like that.
0: I never really thought about that. You're right like because it's not it was the DeMeo family. So that guy started or at least was the head before Johnny Soprano took over. So it wasn't like that was handed down to Johnny. No, I guess not. And we know that Tony's grandfather on on one side of the family, at least I think on the Soprano side built the church from the pilot. So he was He's, oh right, you know, the, yeah,
1: in, the uh, the one over in Newark, like yeah. near, near the houses on Freeling Avenue, that he buys eventually.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, is that the same one? The one that he takes Meadow to, and is like, "Your grandfather built this with his hands." It might be. I mean, he he takes. We we'll have to check when we get to that yeah, episode because that's the one where they pull up. He
1: pulls up with AJ, and he talks about because oh, people yeah. gave a shit. That's why.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, it that's might a not be the same thing. But it's but same similar story I mean I I just I, I guess yeah I think his grandfather was a construction guy right because um, he probably was just an Italian immigrant who like really didn't speak much English and just took yeah a, and that's what they you know?
1: mentioned that he didn't really speak much English and also Tony has that dream way down the line where he's uh probably like the scariest dream sequence mm. in sopranos where he's he doesn't speak English and he's knocking on the door yeah. and there's that woman who comes halfway yep. down the stairs and you can't see her face that's that's a terrifying scene actually it's, it really is and it's it's terrifying to me because that's how a lot of dreams are for me, yes. where it's like I can't quite make something out. Yeah. Anyways, so yeah. it's basically all hands on deck for this executive game. Everybody's yeah. excited, excited about it. Um, Polly is greasing the the greasing the fuzz. Yeah. You know, and he gets them going. That scene I thought was a dream sequence for a second. Yeah. When he pulls up and the cop leans in and he goes, "You're a real sick fuck," you know that. Yeah. That's very dream sequence like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think this is the first in- instance of the show kind of playing with the audience and being like. So you've seen a lot of dream sequences like I guess this could be one. I mean yeah. I like I I still like when I see it I'm like wait what the fuck is happening here yeah, right now yeah. cuz then he pulls out the gun and it's just like the way that they're talking is very dream sequence like.
0: bizarre, yeah. It's it's like that the one from season one where Tony's like with Melfi, but then suddenly Hesh like goes by on the Segway outside, <laughs> exactly. and it's like for a second it seemed real, but it was weird. But I can't
1: see that. <laughs> yeah. I can't. I cannot watch that scene without thinking of him being on a Segway going by. I guess it would be one of those hoverboard yeah, things. Yeah, little hover
0: things. <laughs> yeah. Um, but just to, to circle back and wrap up the thing with Tony, um, I think I think it is. I guess it just ultimately comes down to. Uh, yeah, wanting a problem in your life. I mean, I feel like. Completely. I've met, I'm sure you've met, I'm sure we've both met people who love to just like attach themselves to tragedy because like it makes their life more interesting, I guess. Yeah, well, either, like, either
1: they're tragically bored or they have like, or they have no life for whatever reason. Yeah. Or they're terrible people.
0: Yeah, yeah, I guess. It's just bizarre. I've, I feel like I've, I've met a lot of people like that. It was just like yeah, any anytime a tragedy happens, like su- they're always. So somehow in the middle of it and it's just kind of like why do you want but I guess it's kind of like yeah excitement or
1: I think that's a really good interpretation because I've always I, I never really thought too much of the Eric thing yeah a, a, until we until I
0: watched it getting ready for this podcast and I was like oh yeah I got nothing <laughs> oh <boy. laughs> so I'm glad I think that's what it is because yeah. and I guess uh yeah because like you know Livia didn't really know I'm guessing Livia didn't really know Barb's Father in law all that well. Tom Sr., who we also meet for the first time ever, and he's dead already, but we meet him this episode. The, right. w- the guy who dies. Um right. and she's at the funeral or at the wake rather, just well, like. Well we know wailing. how she
1: deals with in-laws.
0: Yeah. But 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 I mean is like she's at the funeral just wailing. She Me doesn't either. even really know this guy. Yeah, and we know how she she dealt with like Hugh DeAngelis. Like she probably like th- this guy probably hated Livia. Yeah, totally. But she's like there and you know, hasn't she has nothing to do with this tragedy, but like she's the loudest person at the wake. And it's not too dissimilar from what Tony's doing with his uncle that he didn't even know about. And now suddenly like is kind of carrying that around like, oh, like I have something like it's like a character. It's like a, you know, a, No,
1: that makes sense, actually. Uh, you know, I that's don't know. a good point. So Tony goes immediately to his therapy appointment. Yeah. And he's talking about you know, the happy wanderer, he's telling her about how he wants to fucking beat the shit out of Mel, you know, yeah. <laughs> of Dr. And, <laughs> and that's kind of crazy. If it were yeah. a later season, she wouldn't have taken that
0: yeah, yeah, the yeah. way that she does. Yeah. Um, There was a commenter on, uh, I was just reading like the AV club article about this on the way in. And there was a commenter who pointed out that like, now that we've seen Melfi in her own therapy and have heard her feelings on Tony like outside of that room like the therapy scenes are equally about Melfi as they are Tony now you know, because last episode she was like talking about how much, how therapeutic it would be to meet him again. Right. And now like two scenes in a row. He, in one scene he talks about this incredibly violent beating that Furio did and, right. and then the next scene he's like, I'm going to beat your face with a brick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? And she and keeps trying like, to get uh, him
1: to go back to that. Right. And it's like, you know, at face value you could take it as a therapeutic thing because she thinks it's it holds significance. Yeah. Uh, which it does, of course, but yeah. also it might be her being like, ooh, yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> maybe, uh, nice."
0: Yeah. And maybe she's doing the same thing. Maybe she's attaching herself to someone like Tony just right. for, right. I don't know. Um, I think that you're totally right. Well, thank you. Well, then we've solved the Sopranos. <laughs> thank I've... you, AV Club. <laughs> uh, we'll put up a poll this week. Have we solved the Sopranos? Um, anyway, so so with all that in mind, yes, the executive game is still happening in the background. Let's let's get to that because it's obviously the most fun part of the episode. Enough well, of this. Enough of this tragedy bullshit. Let's yeah, <laughs> yeah, so
1: so uh, we're getting ready for the executive executive game. Yes, I mean we find like basically the meeting with Junior like s- kind of starts to. B- storylines storylines yeah. in motion exactly yeah so we've got the thing about Eric lee boring psychology you know uh and then there's the executive game which is the cool shit and it's yeah. like it's fun for everybody because it's it's like the mafia side of things really firing on all cylinders mm-hmm. it's a project it's funny to call it a project it's a it's a, it's a, it's a class project <laughs> it is a pro- it's that, a business project Yeah, it's a yeah. business project that like tony's doing with chrissy and sil and Polly. yeah even though sil and Polly are actually gambling it's like it's like a, a, a real team collaborative effort yeah we're seeing chrissy kind of grow up and be like a more mature really taking ownership of the game in some ways and like really kind of assuming a lot of responsibility
0: yeah he's a good worker in this episode he's really good and also
1: he's kind of he gives us an explanation when he's telling uh uh matt and uh fuck what's his name sean slash henry sean sean (laughs) shenry shenry when he's telling uh matt and henry uh about (laughs) about the game at the fish market Yes, we kind of get a nice insight yeah, into yeah. it, um, and I love that scene. That's Me too. A, that's a really fun. And he's fucking with the guy who, again, he's fucking with the happy ro- happy wanderer at yeah. the fish market.
0: Yeah, really good point. Yeah, you get a lot of fun set up through Chris, like the whole like don't fuck with Syl, like so you know something funny is going to happen with Syl. You know someone's going to fuck with Syl. Yeah, essentially, that's for sure. Yeah, and uh, I was also thinking like. Like, if you think about Matt and Sean as. Tony mentions later, like, back in the day, him and, uh, Jackie, used to, or him and Silly used to be, like, peering through the, wo- the walls, like, trying to watch the poker game. Right, right. And, uh,. I'm sure that when they were in Matt and Sean's shoes, they didn't complain half as much as them, and that's why Tony and Syl are running the executive game now. You know, right? Exactly. Matt and Sean—they're so pissed that they have to like pay for fish and like pick stuff up, and they're just like being little.
1: That's also significant, I think, because like I mean, I'm glad you brought that up because like this is the beginning of something, some animosity that they have that that like ends it for them, basically. Yeah, that's true. I mean, the last time we heard from them at the beginning of the season or toward the beginning
0: of of the season yeah
1: they're willing to do whatever pick up his shirts wet work whatever
0: right and they look like idiots yeah (laughs) we look like jerk offs but still that's like if you're an intern at a company that's kind of how you want to act you know whatever
1: yeah they were down to do that but now they're like what the fuck we're the fucking janitors now yeah and And it's it's been like, like a couple months it's been like a couple months and they're being let into the room of the executive game
0: yeah that's huge you know what i mean yeah if you're like in our business, like, you know, if, like if we were like a podcast, podcast business, podcast business, <laughs> we were allowed into the executive podcast studio. We would bring them whatever they want.
1: Yeah, in fact, the interns that are right here, actually, all of the NFZ interns they're they're like they crouch down like at Wimbledon, yeah. you know, like just in case one of us drops something, they sprint over and move it and then they go right back. Yeah, they'll come and just adjust
0: the mics real quick and, yeah. and pick up our balls and stuff like that. <laughs> um, I love getting my balls picked up by interns. Um... But uh, so, yeah, they're at the game. Christopher's at the game. Uh, Christopher does have a lot of responsibility. And then uh, and then we get a lot of other interesting characters there. Like, I love the Johnny Sachs there, of course. But Frank Sinatra Jr. is a great little yeah, that's touch. That's the real Frank Sinatra know, Jr. too. Yeah. Um, the chair boy of the board, as Polly calls him. <laughs> what a great disc. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, everybody. I mean, just to do before we get off of Matt and uh, and. John. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Matt and Sean we fuck that up (laughs)
0: Uh,
1: we uh, I mean it's it's interesting in hearing all of the explanations that they get like from Chris and then from Tony when they're at the game like Mm -hmm. don't give anybody booze do this do Mm -hmm. that he's like he's like very he really knows what to do at this game and he knows how to run this thing he knows exactly how it should go they've got the hotel room that they basically did they bust out that hotel or like I I mean they have like
0: a controlling interest I guess it looks like it it looks like you see the woman in leather walking down the stairs and obviously the one who comes up to uh, the uh, Hasidic guy behind the counter and <laughs> so there's some blowjobs going on there's some blowjobs
1: going around for yeah, sure yeah, so, uh, yeah. Uh, that's one of my favorite Furio Furo lines too <laughs> know, it's don't bitch to me <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's funny like watching these ones it's, it's been a while since I've seen season two and like it's been a while since I've seen season four as well at this point. Um, but right. like I, this, Furio is just—it's—it's it's so crazy to think about where he ends up. I guess like being this like romantic guy with Carmela. But well, I think I it's really
1: cool because he, right now he's a fairly one-dimensional mafioso.
0: Yeah, yeah. So it's good that they flesh him out a little he's bit. Just
1: like, he's just like—he's just a tough guy, and he's like—he's a fucking brick wall to civilians. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um but we learned that there's so much more to Furio. We do. Than, we that, do. More than just a ponytail. <laughs> <Yeah. you know? laughs> yes. Um but you'll have to listen to more of the podcast to find out what happens mm-hmm. with
0: that. Um so yeah, but they are at that hotel, which I am assuming that they pretty much busted out. Yeah. Um I
1: love that they brought that back together.
0: Yeah. But it sounds like some regular people still stay there because the cop is like, just don't basically just don't fire any guns and we won't come. Don't yeah, don't yeah. piss off any of the other. So like, I guess they kind of keep it somewhat on the down low slash have the cops help them out, if anything. Uh,
1: yeah. And I, and I like that. They, they, but also it's like, it's not a big deal. This is one of the fairly like, you know, like, um, uh, this is not a highly inflammatory crime, you know, no, that these yeah. guys are gambling back there. Yeah. You know, no.
0: and just the clientele there. Yeah. Like. I mean, they, they actually freak out when Richie shows up later and shows even like the slightest bit of mafia violence, you know, right, exactly. out of there. They're like, because oh, they're this. trying no. to
1: keep it super. I mean, and as we learn later on, they have like all kinds of celebrities, you know, mm-hmm. like they have like boxers and fucking David Lee Roth and like <laughs> yeah. all that
0: shit. One of my very favorite cameos in the yeah. show. Um, oh, I wonder how those guys find out about this game exactly. Like, how does Frank Sinatra Jr. know Tony? Did we find that out? Or even David Lee Roth? Like, how do they... No. yeah, No, I don't remember. I mean, I also really like Sunshine. Yeah, Can we,
1: can we give a shout-out to Sunshine yeah, real shout quick? Yeah, shout-out to Sunshine.
0: I didn't realize I, that, like, we had met him this early in the season. I th- Or a series. I thought it, yeah. like, happened in, you know, his unfortunate... Tragedy, Demise, yeah, yeah.
1: Well, he keeps popping up when they have fucking moron new guys coming around,
0: mm, yeah. you
1: know. Like, but Sunshine is a great, the stuff that he says, you know, like, mm-hmm. no luck, <laughs> kings rule the realm, you know, like, he's just the fucking. I mean, is that how a poker dealer supposed to sound? Because I love that, <laughs> I guess. So. That's one of those guys that makes me just want like a leather chair yeah. all the time, yeah. Um, but. Yeah, so so they they got the game going.
0: Yeah, high rollers, um, big high rollers, here. big high rollers. Yeah.
1: Can, we, can we can we talk about Sill and his provolone? Yes, we can. <laughs> so you may talk. So Tony tells him to go sweep up some of the shit, and Tony sees it coming because Sill is losing his mind. As Sill puts it, he's losing his balls over there, right. and um, he's trying to figure out whether the bet, whether the check or bet or call or I don't know what any of this stuff means. Yeah, but um. Basically, he tells Matt to to go and sweep some of the shit up and still loses his fucking mind (laughs) and has one of the Probably, I mean, it, it, if if anyone questioned the acting chops
0: of Miami Steve, yeah,
1: I think that this pretty much sealed it for me. This was an incredible performance. It was.
0: It's hilarious. uh He's so so pissed. It's just hilarious, and like every line just gets better and better. I,
1: I could. I don't know how they shot that without everybody losing. I want to see the outtakes I of like too. Matt aqua being like, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry, this is too <laughs> funny." That line about the provolone in the socks and yeah. they smell like your sister's crotch in the morning. Yeah, like it doesn't even make it. It doesn't make
0: any sense. And he doesn't he say something like, "Do you understand?" Like to some like like, do you understand? And Matt just kind of nods like, yeah, I, I know what you mean. Like talking about like, yeah, I know. It smells like my sister's crotch. Like, yeah. sure, <laughs> it's just ridiculous.
1: He's saying like, he's he's, and then he says to Tony like, where where the fuck do you get these idiots? You know what I mean? And and he's right about yeah. how they're idiots and they are ultimately they're not good guys to have around. We find out we do right. Yeah, they're uh, yeah, not smart. Yeah, um, but that's <clears throat> a really good outburst. And then still loses the hand to Davy Scatino. <laughs>
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah. The first hand, at least there, the Davies in.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, things turn around for Sylv big time. Yes, I, they do. I, I, I believe. But but that's the thing is that like, um, or one of the details that we left out here is Richie's game that we saw. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We saw Richie's game as uh, as part of the lead up to this. Davies Scatino's losing his shirt. Who wins that game? But Artie Bucco. I know, yeah. Probably walked in with 500 bucks of his own money. Yep. And was like, I got a limit. Charmaine says I got to be home. <laughs> yeah. And then he wins and he leaves. <laughs> I love that. That's just yep. a nice little touch that like, uh, I mean, and then Artie says that like he can't lend any money yeah. uh, to, uh, to Davies Catina. Yeah, Anyways. He's,
0: like, he's a little savvy in this episode, actually. Gets like, in and out, knows, you know, just does it for fun. It's not, uh, you know. He's mastered it. He's yeah. got it.
1: Made in the shade,
0: man. Yeah. All yeah. you got to
1: worry about is the restaurant and gamble from time to time. It's yep. cool. It seems like he has a healthy habit.
0: Yep. Yep. Just go home, keep Charmaine happy, and uh, and keep cooking, and that's that's his thing. And have kids that we'll never see. Yeah, true. Not really, except for that soccer episode, I guess. Right. Um, we didn't meet her though, did we? I don't remember. I think we see him like with his arm around her at one point. Mm, oh, maybe man. yeah. Jeez. Um v- we also meet Vito for the first time in that scene. Like as Vito. As Vito. Yeah. That's
1: true. That's true. Because yeah. he's beating the pants off Davies Scottino. Yeah. Takes him to the cleaners. Davies Scottino's down eight large. Yeah. To Richie April. Yeah. The worst guy to be owe money to. Yeah. It's fucking creepy. It's fucking really creepy. And then and then but but it seems like Richie also I mean I had hope for Richie at the beginning of this episode because it really does feel like he's leveled out a little bit mm-hmm. as far as his like his place in in the in the
0: the current mafia, yeah, where He's like, all know, right, I'm a captain. Here's my crew, you know.
1: Yeah, but also he tells Davy not to come around. You know, he's not just out to beat the shit out of people anymore. Right, it seems yeah. like,
0: yeah, it's not like running. He's not gonna run him over like he did Beans just because he's a fucking psycho. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's yeah. like,
1: he's like, look, don't gamble anymore because you owe me money. Like you and I both know. Yeah. And he's also fairly. He's he's super straight with Davey when he hands him a light envelope. He goes, look, man, you think I was born yesterday? Like this yeah, is born just, ten minutes ago.
0: I think was, yeah, you think I entered this life ten minutes ago? <laughs> I like that little twist on the. Uh... The usual phrase. Yeah, there. it's really good, and he, he just
1: goes. He says. He says. You know, some guy hands you a light, a light envelope. It's just the beginning. Yeah, you know?
0: which is true. Totally it, true. It's
1: totally true. But he like. He's like. Look, I'm not even gonna pretend like I know what's going on here just like try to pay me back please yeah, you yeah. know what I mean that's like pretty much what he says
0: yeah even though Davy's like still holding on to this um this like my luck's gonna change this this, this theme of luck comes up it's just again just over- step yeah just yeah exactly but he's right you know it's kind of similar to that Artie episode later in the series when Tony says to Artie like Oh, the French guy hasn't paid you back yet? Well, you got to go over there because otherwise he's going to start acting like he owes you a favor. You know, like, right. it's just, the exactly. it's, you know, that's weird to say because it's a horrible, horrible business, but it, it's the smart business moves to go there right away. Get it. You know, don't, you can't let that start from the beginning. It's totally know?
1: true. It's totally yeah. true.
0: And like, um. So, Davey shows up yeah. at Tony's game. Yeah. And that's why Richie's so pissed to see him there because he already owes him. I thought he was only a couple hundred short because he was like, I'm a few C's lights. So I was like, oh, he's like 500 short. Isn't that
1: 200 bucks?
0: Yeah. Well, but then he's 8,000 short when Richie's well, at the. Richie says he's, he's owes me eight large. So, I guess like Davey like, really undersold that or I just misunderstand language. W- w-
1: was he making a payment?
0: Oh, maybe that's what it is. Th- yeah, thought, something like that. I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was assumed
1: he was making a payment to, oh, right, to Richie,
0: right. and it was like
1: two hundred dollars short of like the payment schedule that they worked that's out. That's what it is, right? Yeah. Maybe he was, maybe he was
0: like giving him five hundred bucks or something. You right. Know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, uh, Davey after the game, um, or you know, Tony wakes up the next morning, basically, because this is just one of those all night benders that are actually so much fun. Like I when I'm watching them like have like the the coffee and sambuca and like the, the champagne in the morning. They haven't gone anywhere. They haven't gone anywhere. Yeah, like those nights it's been a while since we've had one of those. We had a bachelor party this past summer that kind of ended up like that, but like yeah. The, the yeah, like it just was it a fun night. It's weird to say cuz they're like I love horrible staying guys, out all but, night, man. It's great. Yeah, It's
1: really fun and like also these guys are really responsible card players. No one's shit-faced, you know. Yeah. By by the time, you know, by by daybreak Still's having a great time. He's not losing his shirt anymore. <laughs> I, it seems like he's winning a lot of money off of Davies Yeah,
0: Forty-five boxes of ZD. Holy Good shit! God, that is that like scares me just to think about. It, actually losing that much money. That's so much money. That's, that's terrifying. Um, so, yeah, so, Tony needs his money, though, and uh, Tony and Richie both need their money. Davy doesn't have it, and, uh, now he's coming up with a reason to get rid of his son's car, which is, like, complete bullshit and just, like, really pathetic to watch, actually. It's, it's
1: awful, and, like, the way that it's <clears throat> cut is just so blunt, like, mm. like, Davy gets home from, I mean, so, Tony has this conversation with Richie, first of all. Yeah, yeah, let's, uh, yeah. Uh, which is, which is soundtrack. a really interesting chat, because Tony doesn't mention that, Tony basically got played by Davy Scatino. Yeah, I know. And Tony won't mention it to Richie, but I think he's extra mad because of that. And not, not, I mean, separate from the fact that he knows that it's less likely that he's going to get his money. Yeah. I think that he is extra pissed because he got played.
0: Yeah, yeah, He thought he was
1: playing Davy, then he was getting a little... A little played at the same time, and I think that now, like it's you know, Davies Catino is in for a life of pain.
0: Yeah, and you know the funny thing too, we we've talked at length about how good of a mobster Tony is, and how he's just he's better than everyone. And Mm -hmm. like in that Richie conversation, like you can really see the contrast because Richie's just pissed and just wants he's like bring him out here basically so he could like beat him probably. I'm assuming right exactly. And Richie can't see. I think what Tony sees is that well he might not have the money now, but we're gonna have a sporting goods store you right, know exactly Richie, like is just so like hot-headed he's not seeing that um yeah he's you know. a two-bit crook yeah
1: <laughs> and and tony is like a, a businessman about it actually. exactly yeah th- yeah and i think that tony saw the long con and like you know even though even though like even though davy you know said that tony authorized an extra couple of thousand dollars that that he actually didn't while he was asleep mm-hmm. even before that he would have been into tony for 40 mm-hmm. you know and so
0: That's pretty crazy. Yeah. You know, he starts out with
1: five, which is plenty of money.
0: Yeah. Really should have just stopped there. But, uh. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah. He's, he he walks into a room full of sharks. You know, Chris, Chris even says when he's about to sit down, he's like, gentlemen, there's some new blood. (laughs) And like all the mafia guys turn and look at him and it's just like, yep. He's literally being thrown into a pool of sharks right now. Yeah, dude.
1: He, he gets totally torn apart. I think that, um, I think Mr. Sinatra Jr. Sir, (laughs) uh, thinks that he's totally foolish oh yeah like because when you know when sunshine asks if they want to close the lights yeah you know sunshine is like about to actually just explain it to him what what closing the lights means because he's like ah oh, is that a game he's like trying to be like cool about it right but then but he's totally delusional first yeah. of all second of all like sinatra jr just interrupts and he's like do you want to admit that you lost right so we can go the fuck home you know what I mean? Because yeah. I think that Sinatra Jr. is just like, this is ridiculous. Yeah, like, just stop. It's yeah. no longer fun. Sinatra Jr. is not really there for money. It seems like he's got plenty of it. Same with Dr. Freed.
0: Yeah. This is just their, like, their, their weekends, you know, yeah, where they Jesus get Christ. out of the house. Yeah. And Dr. Yeah. Freed is going to a, like a prize fight that night, yeah, too. No, Yeah. Dude. <laughs> oh, man. What a life. Pe- I know. It's just Penile nuts. implants. So, uh, so, you know, I guess let's go right into Meadow and uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll get through this. Um, we're gonna get through this, I promise. We're gonna get through this. Metal gets the car. Tony uh, takes a you know takes the payment from Davey in the form of a, of a, a sports utility utility vehicle. As SUV. He proudly announces. I know. Those uh, were hot back then. Yeah, they were. They
1: were. He like exclusively buys SUVs for his children. Yeah, gotta have the best. It's supposed to be the best. It's supposed to be the best. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's such a blatant cut from from Davy Scatino freaking out at his family mm-hmm. and uh and meadow- what's his what's his son's name? Uh, Eric. Eric. Yeah. <laughs> Voice cracking and everything. Oh shit! Kids. You know, like with his
0: <laughs> tucked-in shirt, he's just two adults. Like it's just like uh, I know it's ridiculous.
1: Yeah, um But no, oh well. he really does remind me a little bit of Noah Tenenbaum. But oh, um sure. Uh, anyways, mm-hmm. uh, but he he drives off with the car and then boom, like immediately into mm-hmm. okay, open them. Yeah,
0: here's the car. Tony doesn't even take eric's shit out of the car. I know. Yeah, I mean Melfi will. I think it is as simple as Melphy makes it in the in the next episode. Like Tony was just kind of showing her, like, "Here is what I do for you." But it's just, uh, you know, it's kind of crazy, and it's weird to think of it in a weird way. Tony is a more responsible father than Davies Catino.
1: <laughs> well, at least as far as like doing doing well by his family, yeah. I'd would say than Davies Catino, sure. Mm, I then mean, Davi- yeah. If you factor in Davies Catino, like losing everything gambling, yeah. including like college funds and shit like that, Yeah. Uh, then, yeah, I would totally agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> but, but pre this, eh, I don't know. Yeah, I, probably not. But, but like but... emotionally, I'd say Davis Scatino is just as hard on his family as Tony is because mm-hmm. of the fact that like, you know, he has this issue and, and basically like ruins everybody's life. Mm hmm. Uh, but at least Tony provides, you know?
0: But so, you know, this ruins Meadow's relationship with Eric, and she ultimately gets what she wants. She gets a lucky break here at the end, as Carmelo puts it.
1: It's ridiculous.
0: Yeah. That, and,
1: like, they benefited in, like, every possible way from yeah. this Scatino thing. And it was
0: all Tony in the background, whether people put it together or not. I mean, people in the show, I'm, I'm assuming our audience is very brilliant and was able to put it together. but <laughs> And has seen the show. And, and <laughs> probably know a lot more about it than we do. <laughs> but, um, but you know, yeah, all of this kind of, like, stuff going on in the background, like the game of poker, it's kind of like the, the cards you're dealt and Completely. somehow, yeah, Tony just... Tony's over and over and over again throughout the whole series, just gets dealt a winning hand in some bizarre way. Well, he angles his winning hand. I guess, you know. Yeah, I yeah. mean,
1: he's put himself in the right position, but like, I, I do think that like, it, it definitely trickles down with his family, yeah. whether he realized it was going to or not. Yeah. I, it's just so ironic that after—I mean, is he in trouble with Carmella for for? for doing this Scatino car thing. Well, she looks at him and she goes, she, she says something like nice job. You yeah. Know?
0: I think she's, I, he's in trouble, like a slap on the wrist in trouble. Maybe like, she's just kind of like you idiot. Like, why didn't you handle that differently? But she knows the business. I mean, yeah, of course she does. You know, like the jewelry they're hiding in, in season one. Like she knows most of it's stolen. Yeah. Except for the engagement ring, <laughs> but, which
1: is probably stolen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so Meadow ends up getting her, uh, the lucky break there in the end. And it's just, uh, Again, I don't know. There's there's a lot going on there. I'm not sure. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Someone please just explain this episode to us when you get a chance. But um, <laughs> um
1: yeah. Please tweet at us. And uh, I mean, I guess the poll should be uh, should. To- I don't know. I don't <laughs> should know. Should we the quit polls. the
0: podcast? It'll should, just be that in different <laughs> phrases. We, yeah.
1: <laughs> should 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 Meadow have accepted the Jeep? Yeah. Or, or should we quit the podcast? <laughs> is gonna be the poll this That's week. It. That's it right there. Um yeah. Yeah. I, I think that uh the, I mean the whole Scatino thing, this this sets off quite a bit. And we're yeah. gonna we're gonna see in great detail from beginning to end how Tony can help to ruin someone's life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like a, a Davies Catino is kind of a ticking time bomb mm-hmm. in one way or another, mm-hmm. just in his life in yeah, general. Yeah, yeah. But. Tony really systematically dismantles this dude's life, big time, and it's yeah. super fucked up. It is, yeah, it's yeah. really scary. And uh, <clears throat> his family benefits, which is really, really interesting.
0: Let's wrap up the episode. Let's also talk about David Chase's Wikipedia. Yeah, we
1: look, <laughs> please, you guys, behave yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's not. <laughs> we didn't authorize any of this. Yeah,
0: he's given us so much. He's you given know, us let's so much. not. Uh, <laughs> we are flattered though, and it's very, very funny. That that cracked me the fuck up when I saw that yesterday. I mean,
1: I didn't even realize. I mean, I don't know when did that happen. Can you look up and see when that when that went down? I think
0: you can. Yeah, I didn't check, uh, but I think there's there. I'm pretty sure on Wikipedia there's like a log of all the changes if you you know sign in to edit. Yeah, stuff. well
1: we don't we don't want to um, <laughs> let the cat out of the bag here, but let let me just be the first to say that. Um, We definitely came up with this podcast before David Chase came up with The Sopranos. Yeah. It was a lot like when Matt Weiner did the Mad Men pilot. Right. And David Chase said, like, hey, this is a really cool sounding podcast, but (laughs) I'm going to do this show called Sopranos. Right do you guys want to like hold off for a while until 10 years after we finish yeah
0: and we said sure you know we, we respected david quite a bit we had know. to finish junior high yeah and also yeah <laughs> and that's the thing we had to grow up and turn into the men we are today <laughs> the podcasting <laughs> men that we are today enviable as it may be yeah. um so yeah i mean look it is true that we did inspire the creation of the sopranos uh however it's not true that we put it on wikipedia <laughs> yeah we, we we didn't write
1: that but whoever did Cheers to you!
0: Uh, cheers to you! But uh, let's certainly not go further than that. No defacing David Chase's Wikipedia page. Yeah, sure. if you're going to
1: deface <laughs> someone's Wikipedia page, let's do it on like some other characters. Who who, who do we want to deface? Uh, Actually, never mind. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Let's not let's not do that. We're not into defacing anyone. Yes. Wink. <laughs> um. Anyway, that uh, that wraps it up for this week. We will be back uh, next week to talk about D Girl. And uh Oh boy. Yeah. They yeah. just keep coming this season. D Girl is next? Holy shit. I'm glad that I I i just for some weird, weird reason. I don't know why. I just haven't watched season two in a while and it's kinda of fun. I'm like watching stuff for the first time again, it feels like. Um so next week we'll be back to talk about D Girl uh as always subscribe on itunes uh follow us on twitter at no fucking yeah we'll
1: drop a playlist this week we've got some good jams coming through do, so yeah. i think it's a good time to listen to some of that music
0: yeah we'll uh, we'll try to get on that um talk to us on reddit of course as always and uh and i guess that's about it <laughs> beautiful and, uh, all right we'll see you next time <laughs> we will see you next time this is no fucking zed. i'm brendan you're evan we are signing off go fuck yourself yeah you fuck yourself
1: another tequila